so I feel like I'm barely now getting to the point that I feel that I can stream or make videos or just in particular any type of content and do it for fun and not really worry about if like it gets any views it gets any likes or if I get any viewers if I'm live streaming now I'm still not there right because I don't stream at all I really don't upload any videos I think the most thing that I'm consistent on is my podcast now the reason that I mentioned this is I mean I'm going to be talking about Twitch versus YouTube not in sense of like which one is better but more in terms of like why one seems to be more popular than the other it's not really going to be about like can YouTube catch up to Twitch I've already made a an episode talking about that so anyways like just to the reason that I mentioned that I feel like I'm getting to the point where it's sort of becoming fun and not really caring, but I'm still not at the point to where like I'm completely free or detached from like wanting to hit certain numbers, right? Because I remember when I used to stream long a long time ago, like years ago, back when like Twitch became Twitch and back when, you know, I was averaging a decent amount of viewers, like 15 viewers is like no joke. Who knows like what could have happened back then? Like imagine streaming right at the like while Twitch was still not even mainstream and becoming like something new at the time where like Lyric was blowing up and these other streamers like this is before Dr. Disrespect at least no one even knew about him like he wasn't at the top I don't even know if he was live back then but it was like the OG streamers you know Summit 1G Soda Poppin you know Lyric just just a couple of like OG streamers and Nate shot and Lyric were at the top but I used to stream back then you know after like Lyric like I remember the joke used to be like oh Lyric is offline everybody let's go live even Tim the Tapman whenever he used to average less than a thousand viewers because I happened to go upon a stream one time when he got raided and that's like the first time that I seen Tim the Tapman and he was playing Call of Duty or whatever and back then he used to do like his announcer voice like his voice is very different now than what it used to be but yeah like it's kind of strange to see like what could have maybe happened with other people that maybe didn't give up including myself right like who knows if i could have became something when it comes to like the live stream and stuff right if i stayed consistent because i was at a point where i was just doing it for fun and i was having a good time and i wasn't worrying about making money i wasn't worrying about comparing myself to others there was like no thought in my mind about like oh i need to do this to be able to not work where I work like I felt like I was a little bit happier because you know I came home from work I was tired but I thoroughly enjoyed playing video games I thoroughly enjoyed streaming and it was overall a good time I wasn't worrying about like hearing any type of advice on how to grow your streams and if you're not growing you're doing this wrong or you're doing something wrong and like there was none of that basically at least not that I was aware of you know, a lot of people were becoming YouTubers and YouTube was already a thing before like Twitch was, right? But still live streaming was becoming even more and more popular. It still took like four years later until like it kind of barely now became mainstream and it's still not at the peak. I feel like it still has a lot more potential to get even more viewers. I mean, you've seen the, the viewers of people getting like almost, I think, I wonder what the record is. I think it's almost like a million live concurrent viewers, but I could be wrong but still i know like tyler one and ninja at one point got more than three hundred thousand viewers i want to say so it's kind of like 
the fact that that's even possible for a single stream and that's not like including the whole like everyone who's watching twitch as a whole on that on that day that they peak these numbers because like if you can imagine just three hundred thousand viewers on one stream that's insane right there so yeah it's pretty crazy like sometimes i do one i don't well i don't think about it too much but you know every now and then i do wonder it's like I wonder if I could have made it right like I wonder if just having fun and having like the good vibes because I was just having a good time if I could have became known or at least made my own you know decent sized community to where I could have done it for a living and just had a good time playing any game <laughs> because like I said back then it was completely different than what it is now right like people blew up from just having a good time not really like having a schedule not really like following tips or guides on how to grow not trying to like make or do something creative they were just being themselves they were doing what they love like soda poppin i think was probably one of the most creative that was on the platform at the time but it's not like he was trying to grow or anything it was like he was genuinely having a good time just being himself doing silly things that made people just want to tune into his streams like i never really watched them too much i did i did enjoy that he seems like a pretty chill relaxing dude and every time he played like a single player game i would watch him it was just he wasn't like over the top or anything he was a little bit like over the top whenever he did like s sort of skits and some things that got him banned but i never really watched those streams because those were not my cup of thing but in terms of like creativity and what he was doing, he was doing something other than just playing video games like everybody else was. There might have been a few other people, but I, I didn't know about him, so I can't really talk about him, right? Like, I've that's the only person that stood out to me that was creative at the time. I don't know when Tyler once started streaming. I didn't hear about him back then when I used to watch like Lyric, um, Man vs. Game, and Summit 1G. And I think even at the time, I don't think Shroud really streamed at all. I think he was like still playing um, competitive CSGO, being like in the esports scene or whatever. So, yeah, but it is kind of curious to me because there are a lot of people that I still wonder till today what happened to them that had a small community of like 20 viewers, you know, like myself. And they ended up also like, like just abruptly start stop streaming. I remember one person was like i'll see you guys tomorrow and they never came back and it's been years and like their social media and everything is just like complete darkness and i hope they're okay like up to this day i still wonder about them i thought they were a lovely person and there's a few people that things like this have happened to them to where like they just go mia and yeah who knows maybe they could have done what i did right like eventually like i got consumed by certain things and I just deleted all my social media and my Twitch accounts and my Twitters has just have been there from the past. I don't even know them anymore, but I'm pretty sure they're probably just my old um, usernames for my Twitch streams. And people probably wonder the same thing. And I've always felt bad because it's like people had a good time, right? Like, who, who am I to say that, oh, I'm a boring person and all this? When someone thoroughly enjoys you and just enjoys your company, it's still something that you're providing some sort of value to someone else. 
while they're also simultaneously providing value for you, right? Whether it's like some kind of connection and you're getting to know someone, keeping you company, you know, whether it's like money-wise, not that I had any like donations or like affiliate wasn't a thing back then either. So like if I would have had that, I would already had affiliate by now too. So, but it, it really wasn't about that. It was just about having fun, <laughs> you know, just having a good time. <laughs> but like, for me personally, I can't speak for everyone else and why they stopped doing what they were doing, right? Like they were growing pretty averagely. And I feel like all the people who just ended, they could have, you know, at least been in the thousand viewer mark, maybe the a couple of hundred viewer mark. And that's not to be like the case that it may be because like for myself, I don't think I would have gotten any bigger. Maybe I would have averaged 50 viewers, which is still pretty amazing. 15 viewers within itself or any amount of viewers is pretty phenomenal. Like, that's like a whole group of friends if you have that many, right? <laughs> but it's really interesting. And it really wasn't about that. Like I said, over time, the thing that consumed me, I don't know why. Like, it didn't start off being money, right? Like, for me, it started off being about my voice. Me hating my voice and, like, I worked so hard to invest in, like, all the audio gear that I have not because I wanted to make it, but simply because over time, as I started listening to like man versus game lyric ended up getting a better mic and his voice started to sound better. Um, a few other streamers just started to sound better. And I was kind of like, I want to sound like that. Like they, they have like this radio quality sound and I love it. Right. Like some people are not going to love it. Some people think it's too bassy or, too compressed or like if you know these terms and like everyone is like audio is really subjective right like what sounds good to someone else may not sound good to someone else and it depends if you're using the headphones and what kind of headphones you're using some people are using like their own audio DACs and they have like built-in e equalizers to where they can boost or lower certain things and maybe like if you have your audio a certain way it's not going to sound good on one end it, it really depends on barriers right and it's really subjective like what you hear may not be enjoyable to someone else so but to me i just wanted that sound like they had a certain sound that i wanted and it ended up consuming me over time i went through a lot of microphones i went through a lot of mixers a lot of audio interfaces a lot of compressors and eventually you know I sold some and then I ended up keeping some and it, I ended up with the setup that I am now, which I am still not happy with because it really what I learned, it's not really about the gear, right? It's about how you use it, how you utilize it. But I think if it's in order, the most important thing is how you treat your room first, right? Which I have sound panels, not sound panels, but acoustic panels like that I made myself um, from insulation and stuff like that. So it kind of deadens the room noise like not the noise but like the reverb of your voice reflecting off the wall so it doesn't like i mean this kind of insulation that i use which is like four inches thick um it does sort of block sound from the outside and from the inside especially if you were to put it like inside the walls and like double layered it it's really complicated stuff like there's ways to actually room proof like your whole room or studio whatever if you don't want like noise to get in when you're recording or when you're streaming, but still like for me, it doesn't really matter because I don't have like central AC or I don't have like 
any of the like stuff and my pcs are in my room and you can literally hear like the fan noise of both of my pcs and it gets hot in this room like but but still you know like everyone has to work with something right like there's people that record in their closets you know and it's really hot in there when they're recording but you know sometimes it's like we all start from somewhere and even if we don't make it anywhere we're still like struggling to like do our content or our streams or our shows whatever our podcasts our youtube videos and kind of deal with certain circumstances that we're not able to like go beyond because of like financial struggles and stuff but yeah that's really what consumed me at the end it started off with like the voice stuff and like when i first got my first xlr microphone and my first um mixer I was like, man, my voice sounds really good. Then I ended up getting a compressor and I was like, oh my God, this sounds really great. Just took it to the step beyond. And eventually like, usually when you get a mixer, you can hear your voice. And I don't know what it was, but after hearing my voice so much, I started to dislike it even more. Because when I heard my voice for the very first time in a recording, I was like, man, this sounds like garbage. But when I remember when I first got a good microphone, an XLR, and I got a mixer and a compressor, and usually if your headphones are plugged into a mixer, you're going to hear your own voice. You're basically going to hear everything the stream is going to hear. And I was like, man, I sound fucking amazing. And eventually over time hearing myself, and then I started hearing other people's voices. And I remember one time when I was <laughs> playing I think I want to say it was Call of Duty or maybe it was um, it was Rust. I can't recall which game it was, but someone was like, like I did get a lot of compliments from my mic whenever I used in game chat. And they were like, oh, whoa. and then there were some people that were saying, you know, you're using too much bass, which really didn't bother me or anything. But I think like what started to get into my head was um, when there was a couple of times where people said, a particular thing that kind of bothered me and even to this day sort of bothers me but i don't know why it bothers me i i guess i'll get into it right now but um like they were making fun of my voice basically like my accent i guess since you know they were calling me like saying go back to your country or whatever and talking about like just the way that i sound because you know like to me i didn't know i had an accent right and I think my accent was even thicker back then because over time I try to improve the way that I speak and just it comes naturally now I mean I still have an accent I feel like you can still tell that I'm like English is not like my native or like or whatever I guess I don't speak properly I want to say I, I don't know what the word is but yeah back then people were, like there were certain amounts of people that were saying that you know you sound just racist stuff right that, that you know you sound this you sound that way and go back to here and here i am thinking like man i sound fucking good and hearing like just a few people out of everyone like people saying oh your mic sounds good and all this and over time i was like okay let me re-listen to my voice and like keep in mind that i said that i could hear myself on my mixer and a lot of things go into it right just because you hear yourself on your mixer and it sounds good it's still going to sound different when it's like being outputted to a live stream or when it's being uploaded to YouTube because of everything that's being compressed, you know, YouTube videos get compressed. It doesn't get like the whole audio bit rate. Live streams only have a certain amount of bit rate and the way that they have their 
audio codecs and stuff like like a lot of things play into what is going to degrade the sound a little bit and a lot of people are not going to notice right but i started getting even more pickier and pickier even though you know my sound was pretty good it's probably it was probably better than what i'm using now simply because i didn't overuse it like i do now like i don't know what the hell i'm doing like i i know the basics of what a compressor is supposed to be for i know the basics of what an equalizer does and a preamp does and like exciters and limiters and like i know like how they work and what they're for and how you should use them and what they excel at or what they exceed at doing best but the problem is if i'm doing it with my own voice i have a problem trying to fine tune it to fit my voice because every voice is going to sound different you have to like like some people talk louder some people talk softer um some room environments are a little bit noisier than others it's all situational depending on how you sound the room that you're in what kind of background noises around you you know some mics fit better for other voices than some like just because you have the same mic as someone else doesn't mean it's going to suit your voice you might be better off with a different type of mic that will make you sound even better to bring out like the best in how you sound but yeah, like I said, I went down that rabbit hole, right? And I've talked about this many times. I think it was one of my first episodes of this podcast saying that I hated my voice or, you know, the struggles that I went through about hating my voice. And eventually, like, I started practicing how to sound deeper, but it never worked out. My throat ended up hurting. So I just gave up on that, right? So what I did practice on was how to pronounce things a little bit better. There's still certain words that I cannot pronounce, right? Like war. Like I, I can't, I'm bad at doing the R stuff, like war, this war, this war. And so I just say, it however, right? Like this war. And sometimes like, I don't, um, enunciate, I guess I don't, um, well, what's the word? I can't think of the word, but I don't really pronounce every word properly. So yeah, I mean, but over time I did try to lose my accent and then eventually I came to the point where I just didn't care anymore. I didn't like I this is kind of like the level that I stayed at like this is how I talk now right like if I haven't I don't have any videos but if I did I will let you listen how my accent was a lot thicker back then but but it just kind of sucks because that made me change and although I don't think there's anything wrong with having an accent or sounding different than someone else I think it's kind of unique instead of trying to sound the same as somebody else like a radio announcer or something right like I think it's amazing to have your own special voice and just make that voice sound the best that it can with the perfect mic and the perfect audio setup for that voice to bring out the best of it but not necessarily try to get the sound that someone else has but i mean it is what it is now i can't like go back and unlearn what i learned when it came to like my accent to like kind of remove a little bit of it like i still have it right like it's not like it's completely gone like I said, it was like way thicker back then. And then after that, like after I was like, I kept telling myself, man, if, if I get a good microphone, if I get a good compressor or just overall a good audio system for my for my um, audio setup for my voice, I'm going to enjoy streaming again because eventually like I was streaming less and less. I was making less videos because it was just consuming me and like eventually I came to a point where I only streamed once a month. Um, 
I was like, okay, this is the audio setup that I have. It's perfect. Now I can record videos. I recorded videos and I still wasn't happy. And I was just never happy, right? Um, and then I just ended up telling myself, well, it's just my voice. My voice is just trash. And that's kind of where I left it off. And I'm stuck with the gear that I have. I'm not stuck with it, but right, like I'm happy with what I have. It's just figuring out how to utilize it to its best ability. But I haven't messed with anything too much. Like I don't really, I care at some points, but not to an extent, right? Like sometimes you may get someone that says, oh, it sounds too much like this, or it sounds too little like that, or it needs to do this. And it's still going to be subjective, but I try to sometimes re-listen to the audio just to make sure that it sounds fine. But other than that, I really try not to like mess with it. And I just do the podcast in one take. And when it comes to YouTube videos, uh, I try to do that in one take too, if I ever make some. But yeah, like I said, it's pretty much like that's where it went. And then eventually it got to the point where it's like, well, damn, like a lot of people blew up on streams and now it's a whole different type of content creation, like competition. And now I, I try to get back to it and enjoy it like a few years ago, like after I finally said, okay, well, I'm done with audio gear. Let me get back into the enjoyment of streaming. And it was too late for me because then I went to the other rabbit hole to where it's like, oh, tips for growing your stream and then oh i'm just not good enough because i can't do these tips now i like the end game was like i just wanted to be myself i just wanted to have a good time i just wanted to play games and have a community and do that for fun and for a living eventually right like that that wasn't the goal at the start but after like the whole voice thing and then i was like okay well i'm kind of like getting even more upset and more depressed because of everything that i've like gone through when it comes to like mentally with my voice and then i started seeing like people making this a career and you know even though people already had it as a job back then but you know at the time working where i was working and seeing like the stuff that i saw go through like with my family and stuff i was like i ended up growing up a little more and realizing that money is a big important part in any in anything at least in the society that we live in now in the state that are all of our generations live in now right like how money works and what you need money to do and stuff like that but a lot of things happened that made me like personal in my personal life that made me want to have money and i was like i'm seeing all these successful streamers and i'm not really good at anything i'm not really like passionate about anything like i don't excel at anything but i know i love playing video games um, at, there was a point that I wanted to compete competitively at Call of Duty, but too much anxiety for me is going to like lands and all this stuff and the social anxiety and the stress and like, it, it's a lot of work for sure. Any competitive player in any game will tell you that, but yeah, like a lot of things happen within my family. Um, during like a few years of those years, at least a year. And even before that, like my mom was going through some things and, you know, we took a big financial hit on certain stuff and, and a lot of other things happened. And, you know, like it made me reflect back to when I was a little kid, seeing like my dad work a lot and like just to provide the things that me and my sisters needed and sometimes wanted and they're them working their asses off. And here I am not being able to be good at anything and like it just made me reflect on that and it came to the point where I like I wanted to make this for a living because it's 
the only thing that I can find that's enjoyable and it makes a good amount of money, right? But, you know, you end up realizing that, well, I'm not really entertaining. I'm not really good at this. I mean, I love playing video games, but it doesn't mean that people are going to watch, right? Like, it's a whole different thing now. And, yeah, like, eventually I started getting bored of games because I felt like I was only playing and streaming because I felt like I had to. And eventually when I didn't see the results that I wanted, which, to be fair, it's not like I put any effort into, like, grinding or anything, right like i wanted to see it in day one like i was so fixated and trying to like i want it now you know and but it, it was it was fucking with me mentally right and i think it was just from all the stress that was going on in my own personal life how like i just wanted like i needed it now like i don't need money in the future i need money like now right and it, it just kind of like sucked but I feel like things seem to be a little bit better now. I I mean, anything can happen, right? Like, I'm, it's not like I'm financially stable by any means. It's not like I don't have any personal problems with, like, my family or anything. But they're definitely better than what it was. Like, the other situations have arised recently in these couple of months that I'm not going to get too much into details. Maybe one day in my other podcast, though. But... It's sort of sucks because like money is a big thing that you need and I'm a shithead, right? Like I'm a fucking idiot. I don't, I'm not good at anything. Like I'm just, it's not me like trying to put myself down or anything, but it's kind of like, it's just a reality, right? Like I'm not going to sit here and say like, I'm a good person that I'm smart or I'm an intellectual or like I have the, like a super creative mind and I'm a super entertaining like I'm not I'm literally a below average person that's boring and that's it like what can I do to even help out when it comes to anything so yeah like it's a whole different thing but I feel like speaking of like moving away from like the negative stuff I feel like I'm getting to a point to where like now I can play video games and still have a good time like I remember I'm tr- I was trying to play like a couple of single player games two years ago and I was like oh no, I got to record them or no, I got to stream them. And then I like have a lot of games on my Steam list. I mean, on my Steam library that I never played simply because it's like, well, if I'm not recording, I'm not going to play it. If I'm not streaming, I'm not going to play them. And it just kept having like that mindset, which is kind of why I wanted to go the review route whenever like I can play a game at my own pace at my own time and then review it afterwards. I don't have to worry about like, oh, I have to talk because, you know, I'm recording or I have to talk because I have to be entertaining. <laughs> like, I can enjoy the game the way that I want to enjoy it and then review it if I want to talk about it later and after, right? Just kind of like a movie. I enjoy the experience. After the movie's done, I write down what I remember and just kind of review it in my own way. Instead of, like, imagine having to react to a movie and you're like, oh, I have to be entertaining, an entertaining reactor. I have to speak about these things. I can't just sit quiet and, like, watch, you know? So... It, it's kind of like what drove me to be like, okay, maybe I need to make some kind of like movie and um, video game review type stuff. But I don't consider myself to be very well versed into that, but I do enjoy it, which is why I did this podcast in the first place. And it's kind of like a Vincent talking about like gaming culture and different stuff like that. But overall, this is going to be, like I said, m- reviewing movies, more or less TV shows, anime, just, you know, anything that has to do with like entertainment. And sometimes, you know, every now and then some kind of like drama that happens in the gaming community that I've talked about before, you know, toxicity stuff. 
but it, it's just gonna be all like that and yeah but I, like i said i feel like now i can almost i'm not quite there yet i don't know if maybe by the end of the year maybe a couple of months maybe next week who knows but i do feel like oh i can play a single player game and i don't care if i'm streaming or if i am streaming i can still have a good time and enjoy the video game i don't have to worry about my viewer count or i don't have to worry about like if i record a video and have to look at my comment sections or my view count to see if anyone watched and all that stuff obviously these things take time it's not something that happens overnight if you want to be successful but uh, honestly it, it sounds like a a sad thing to like say but it's like i gave up on it and it's like a big weight off my shoulder that i don't have any expectations of growing on any platform whether it's this podcast or um live streaming or um, creating youtube videos now there's a difference between like expectations and like I wouldn't mind if it happened, right? Like, it'd be fucking amazing if, like, I could do any of these things for a living and, you know, I can support myself and other things financially in my personal life. That would literally be awesome instead of, you know, working somewhere that you dislike for the rest of your life and then eventually just die and, you know, rot away. But <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know if, like, I just... The problem still remains, right? Like, I don't know what to do. I still have to figure out something that's at least more feasible than what I'm doing now, like, to the job that I'm working and stuff, right? So, but hey, I guess, you know, paycheck to paycheck, managing as best as I can, we'll have to do for now. Um, who knows where the future may head? I mean, obviously, some people say, you know, you got to take action and take control of your life, but... I mean, I don't know what steps to take anyways. I, like I said, I don't find anything that I enjoy. I don't, besides like things that are related to the internet or video games and stuff like that, movies, whatever. But hey, I'll keep doing this for fun. If it plant, if it does anything in the future, cool. If it doesn't, man, I don't really have any expectations. I'm just like winging it, right? Like, it's not to say like, in, it's not in the back of my mind that it's that I'm like, oh, I wish I could make it, right? Like, it, it's a little bit back in the back of my mind. But it's not like consuming me like it used to, to be like, oh, well, I need to give up. There's no point of doing this or I need to have it now. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but uh, I felt like I was going to talk about like the whole Twitch and YouTube. And I ended up talking about my fucking <laughs> myself, basically. But um, I'll talk a little bit about it. I guess I'll think of a different name for this title episode, whatever. But <laughs> You know, it's kind of strange. I wonder, like, why a lot of people rather watch Twitch than um, YouTube when it comes to, like, live streams. I really believe that, like, for me personally, I, I don't think I can stream on YouTube. And I don't think I could watch streams on YouTube. There's only one streamer that I watch on YouTube, and he doesn't stream that often. And it's a Japanese um, YouTuber. I don't even understand what he's saying. But sometimes he's talking English, right? But I, I enjoy watching him play video games and stuff like that. And... I mean, he has good audio quality, so it's like I enjoy like listening to him and stuff. But he doesn't stream that often because he doesn't really do it for a living. Even though he has like 150k subs, he is like around 200 viewers. But I think he does other stuff for like for his main income, and he just streams for fun, which is kind of cool. But other than that, like I don't like any of the emotes on YouTube, the way the chat looks on YouTube, how hard it is to find. Uh, live streams on youtube 
it almost feels like a job, right? Like some people say that it's hard to find YouTube streams because you don't watch streams on YouTube. If you did, you get recommended more. But that still kind of sucks because then it's going to cover your feed with live streams when I also want to watch videos, you know? Like I feel like there needs to be a better UI because whenever I go search for a live stream on YouTube and you go to like the gaming section and you go to all games, all the games don't even show up. Like it's only, it says like top games and you go there and then like eventually you reach the bottom. It's not even that far down, but then you can search for a YouTube channel that's streaming and they're not e even in there, which is kind of weird. Um, I don't know if you have to have a certain amount of viewers to find it. I don't know. But like when it comes to Twitch, it's discoverability is ass, but finding the streams on your own is a little bit easier. So it's like. The way that I find streams is like, oh, let me scroll through games. I scroll through games instead of people. So if there's like, I'm seeing what games are at the top and then I'm scrolling down, maybe I'm interested in like Overwatch, Rocket League, Rust, or some other type of game that no one's really playing, Risk of Rain 2. And then I just go down and see, oh, what's this game? I click it and, you know, there sometimes seems to be less people there. And I just go to a stream and click on it one. And, you know, like that's how I find streams. But when it comes to YouTube, it's like, it's not that intuitive. It's really weird. The emotes are not like up to par when it comes to like Twitch. Like Twitch chat is a whole different beast. It's like its own unique community of people that are willing to like, like help one another basically, right? Like it can be toxic sometimes depending on the streams that you're watching. But like for the most part, it's like, if you think about it, YouTube is kind of like, based off of ads right like even like not even comparing like youtube videos to live streams but like the youtube as a whole is basically based off ads not to say that twitch isn't based off ads either but it's like people that watch you on twitch are most likely to donate most likely to sub and they support you from giving when it comes to like youtube they support you by views which both are important right like just because you don't sub or you don't donate doesn't mean you're not contributing anything on twitch but it's like, it's a little bit different, right? Like Twitch sustains because people sustain it, right? Like they give money. YouTube, obviously people sustain it too because if no one were to watch, you know, YouTube wouldn't be a thing. But what I mean is people are willing to give their own money on Twitch compared to like YouTube. And overall, like, I don't know, you don't really see people switching to YouTube. It's just really weird. It's like whenever you see like um, Valkyrie Ray or Courage, those people that got and even Dr. Disrespect, people that are on YouTube live streaming. It's sort of hard to like even get notifications or like half the times I don't even get notifications on my YouTube. Like people that I'm sub to when their videos come out or live streams, I get it like so late, like an hour later. I don't know if it's because I have a lot of people that I'm sub to. Like, I don't know what it has to do. But with Twitch, I get notifications most of the time. It's just easier to navigate even if I don't. And Twitch is a browser that is always on my monitor on my left side. YouTube, if I have another monitor, YouTube will probably be on the other monitor. But that's just really going to be for videos. I want to have like a triple monitor setup. Right now I only have two. But, you know, maybe if the stimulus check thing happens, maybe I'll buy like a monitor or something. I don't know. I did want to say for an AC, but I, I don't know. It seems too expensive. It doesn't seem likely to happen whatever we'll, we'll see what happens because it's expensive to install but 
Yeah, it's like the culture on Twitch. I feel like it's a lot better personally. I think some people do enjoy YouTube better and, you know, it's personal preference, but I don't know. I guess just having the experience from being like on Twitch the most, like I consider Twitch just to be the live streaming platform and YouTube to be the video platform. I don't know if Twitch will ever incorporate, um, YouTube, I mean, videos. I don't know if like YouTube will ever incorporate live streams better and have a better UI. There's a lot of things that YouTube needs to change to be like, like, you know, Twitch has like, oh, Pog, Kappa. YouTube doesn't have any of that. You know, it's like, it's just embedded into like Twitch culture. There is no YouTube culture, right? Like videos is a whole different thing, but yeah, Twitch, but I feel like if Twitch doesn't do anything about videos, it can, it's not going to grow even more. I don't think YouTube is actually pretty big for what it like is, right? Like it's just of YouTube, like video things, but the fact that it also has live streaming, like YouTube has big potential to like be the biggest and i feel like you twitch should sort of try to implement videos as well somehow right like obviously their focus would be live streaming but make it intuitive to browse videos at least gaming for the most part or people who live stream have a way to like archive their content in a better way to be discoverable in the twitch like ecosystem i don't know but we'll see what either company is working on what they're going to do um, everyone has their own preference, but like me personally, I like watching. It. It's just easier on your phone. It's easier to find streams. It's easier to watch on TV and all this other stuff. So Twitch is always going to be for now, at least my go-to live streaming platform that I either watch streams out or stream myself. So yeah, that's really all I wanted to talk about. I'm basically talked so little about Twitch and YouTube and talked more about my experience of when I used to stream, whatever, but hey, whatever it is, what it is, but hopefully you enjoy that, and yeah, um, I guess I'll talk to you when I talk to you next time, don't know what I'm going to be talking about, we'll see when the next episode is, I just wing it, I upload whenever you know this, um, but have a lovely rest of your night, day, morning, whenever you're listening, be safe, take care of yourselves, and I appreciate you, and thanks for listening, truly thank you, and yeah, I'll talk to you next time.